0: Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book Eat Less Water and a Kitchen Activist. Every Monday and Wednesday, I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Wanna receive 10 tips to eat less water for your summer parties? Go to eatlesswater.com to download the free list. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast. This is your host, Florencia Ramirez, and author of the book, Eat Less Water. I'm recording this podcast, Time to Reinstate the Sunday Dinner, as I'm making Sunday dinner. I have a moment right now in between cooking and everything right now on the stove seems to be okay, so I can come and talk to you about why I'm doing the Sunday dinner because it's something that I've just started to do in my home again. Not to say that I don't cook from scratch and make food often because I understand that that is very much part of the solution is because we're taking control of the ingredients that come into our home and cooking from scratch, and it's good for the planet, it's good for our bodies when we do that, versus when we go out to a restaurant and take things home. Most of the time it's not coming from, say, a farm-to-table restaurant. Or if we're buying pre-packaged meals from the frozen department, which every once in a while it's a good thing, it's an easy thing, a simple thing to have on hand. But something that's continuous, it not only costs more money, but it it has more ingredients that we don't need. And nor do we have lots of options for organic, frozen, pre-made foods. I have reinstated... The Sunday dinner. And what that means is it's that day when I make it more of a production. When I make, you know, I let the kids know that Sunday dinner is happening at a certain time, that they can invite a friend, and then I'll let them know what the meal is beforehand so that they can get excited about it. So the last time I made Sunday dinner, we made homemade pasta and bruschetta and some of the recipes that I had learned from the cooking class that I spoke about in a past podcast of why we should all take cooking classes. But this time I brought some tortillas, their favorite from this place called Alicia's Tortilleria in Santa Fe. So we brought back These huge stacks of tortillas, and there's no preservatives in these tortillas, so you have to eat them fast. So tonight for Sunday dinner, I'm steaming the tamales that I brought from Santa Fe, and I made a pot of fresh beans. I made homemade rice, the Mexican rice with a tomato sauce. As soon as I finish recording this podcast, I'll go back into the kitchen and start rolling the enchiladas both cheese and chicken um, with a roasted chicken that I've I'm just shredding i've in the past i've made enchiladas with yams and uh, spinach which i love another enchilada that i love that's plant based is calabacitas which is zucchini with some corn inside of it but tonight it's cheese and cheese and chicken enchiladas that i'm making Soon, the kids, I have three teenagers, will descend upon the house from all the places they are this Sunday afternoon. They'll come in um, hungry, we'll set the table together and sit down and have our Sunday dinner. That just feels more special because there's more things going on. And the reason why. I think it's really important to have one day of the week that's set aside to make kind of more elaborate dishes. So like these are the days that you make those recipes that you say, oh, I'll make it when I have more time. Things like empanadas for my kitchen, things that are more elaborate because what's considered elaborate for one home cook is different for another home cook. So for me, elaborate is a day that we make the lasagna or we make the empanadas or the tamales and the enchiladas, the homemade pasta. So instead of just making the pasta, it's a day that we take out the pasta machine and crank out fresh pasta. You all have those recipes that you've put aside. I have a folder. When I see recipes in magazines and I tear them out or in the newspaper and I put them aside and I think, oh, one day I'm going to come and make these recipes, whether it's savory or sweet. And this is the time to do it is those Sunday night meals where you can gather around food cultivating well-being both in the planet and in your own kitchens. And that's where you get start getting the rewards. At least that's what I found on this path of eating less water is really about marrying those rivers of well-being for the planet and well-being for me and my family. And it's building relationship, not just with the farmers, because for example, when I went to get the the tortillas and talking to the person who makes those tortillas, and that was a story that I bring into my kitchen and some of the ingredients that I got from the farmer's market. But the point is when we sit down to dinner, we're building deeper relationships. We're talking to each other. We've carved out this time. I'm modeling for my kids cooking habits and making cooking something that's special and feels special and feels exciting and fun. So this time for Sunday dinner, nobody is in the kitchen with me. I'm cooking alone which is fun for for me too. I have the jazz music playing. I have wine poured in my glass and I'm just doing my thing. But the last time I had Sunday dinner, I had the kids in there. We were cranking the pasta. So, it can look like different things and reflecting back of how my kind of Sunday dinner has changed through the years. It used to look like Friday night pizza. When the kids were younger for years, we would have families of my kids' friends and they would bring toppings and together we would we would mix the dough and let the dough rise and together we would roll out pizza, put on the toppings and put it in the oven together. So it was very low key and everybody stayed to help and clean up the kitchen. Later, as the kids started to grow, get older, and schedules started to get more complicated, it just started to fall away. And that's okay, because everything has its season. And then for a while, a very short while, in January 2020, I started once a month to invite people over to share a meal. And so people could bring food if they wanted to, or a drink if they wanted to, or just show up. I extended it to friends of friends because I figured if you're my friend, I'm going to like your friends. And it was really a great way to build community and gather, but it only lasted three months before we hit COVID. So that's something that I'll circle back to, but that's another idea. And that was an idea seeded by a L.A. Times article I read about this particular household that would host weekly dinners where they invited community over. They just opened their doors, opened their kitchen, and people would come and bring friends, bring people that they had just met. And they were big events. And I loved the way that they handled these gatherings that didn't feel so heavy, is that there was no expectation. They didn't put the expectation on themselves to have everything prepared and ready for their guests, but rather their guests would come and bring food or ingredients and would come and chop and be part of the cooking of the meal. And also some people would stay in clean as well afterwards, so it didn't just fall on the hosts. And I think that's a big part of why a lot of us don't host as often, because we feel like, oh gosh, it's I would love to to have people over but i just don't feel the pressure of having the house all ready and perfect and and having then a mess after everybody leaves that you have to take care of but if we're if we're presenting it in a way that it's about community and building community and that we we're, we're inviting people into our kitchens and into our dining rooms so that we could then do it together it's not it's not a show, but rather, it's a time for people to come and cook together in community. So regardless if it's small, it's just your teenagers and their friends, which is what it's been for our family because that's just kind of the season that we're in. or it's, you know, several families for a Friday night pizza that you're making in your kitchen, and that's such a great way to get little kids engaged in cooking, or it's a larger kind of friend community of maybe once a month. But what I challenge you to do is to choose what works and be committed to it and really start to build community, whether it's your friends or your extended family or your The family that still lives in your house, like I have, you know, I have the three kids who are still at home and I'm just taking that in because I know eventually that's going to end. So wherever you are, you know, you can create community around food. And I have in the show notes, you can download my guide for how I host parties. It's a guide for summer, but it's exactly the same, really for holidays for any party. So I'm going to update it for the holidays, but it'll be very similar to that. And that gives you some really great ideas of how you can host an eat less water party, really thinking about sustainability at the forefront, and at the same time, you're building community. So I'm going to leave you there, and I thank you so much for joining me. Please meet me here again, and please share this with your friends, with your community. I better get back to those pots of food um, because I can smell it. It's time to go. Be well, and thank you. There is power in the collective. Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water Shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at Eat Less Water. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review, even if it's only the star rating because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to eat less water. Together, we will write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. Meet you back here every Monday and Wednesday. There is power in the collective.